Picasso Apostle Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Apostle Apostle Podcast, otherwise known as Apostle Podcast. Also played on KNCE, who we appreciate sharing this information. Uh, it's a series of interviews with uh, organizations and people that support our community here in Taos, New Mexico. Today, our organization uh, that we're focusing and discussing topics with is Dream Tree Project. We have Catherine and Silver here with us, and I would love for you each to introduce yourself. Um, Catherine, would you like to start? Sure. My name is Catherine Hummel, and I'm the executive director at Dream Tree Project. Great, thanks. Silver, My yeah. name is Silver Tafoya, and I'm the outreach coordinator for Dream Tree Project. Wonderful. Thanks for um, joining us here and sharing some information with uh, everyone listening. Um, I guess, would you like to just share some general information about what Dream Tree Project does? And I, I know there's a lot going on there. Yeah, so uh, Dream Tree Project actually serves um, not just Taos County, but also Mora, Rio, Riba, Colfax, and Union Counties. Um, we do have a shelter for ages 12 to 17, which is temporary emergency housing, which is open 24-7 for teens who need a safe place to stay. They can come anytime to our door or they could call our cell phone number, which is 575-770-7704. And um, so not only do we have the shelter, we also have a transitional living program um, for young young adults ages 16 to 24. Um, we now have housing through that program in both Taos and Raton, um, and that's available not just for single young adults, but also young families, um, teen moms, teen dads, um, and includes services for infants and toddlers uh, in partnership with Paso a Paso. Um, and um, young people can apply by calling us or they can apply online at our website, which is dreamtreeproject.org. Awesome. And it sounds pretty astounding that you cover that many counties. Um, for those that may not be familiar with our region, um, it sounds as though it's, it's, is it primarily kind of the northeastern part of our state here in New Mexico? Exactly. Wow. And what if someone just out of curiosity is from another county, is there still a possibility to apply or is there kind of priority given to this area? Absolutely. We take um, young people from all over the state. Awesome. And um, you mentioned that there's a, a youth shelter and then there's also the transitional living program. Um, what is the youngest age of those in the shelter? I'm not sure if I caught that earlier. So the youngest age that we can accept into the shelter would be 12, which is great. And that goes up to 17. Wow. And then the transitional living are, are folks who are older than that? So there is a crossover age, um, actually 16 to 24 is the transitional living program. So you can, um, even if you're in the shelter and you're thinking about applying to the transitional living program while in the shelter at age 16 or 17, that's something we could help assist with. Awesome. Um, as I'm thinking about all that you shared already, um, it's uh, starting out, I guess, the Will's 12-year-olds, 13, 14-year-olds, if there's anybody out there listening who um, is that age or knows someone that that's, that's that age, how would they be able to identify um, whether Dream Tree is a uh, option that they should share with that person um, or consider um, around that age? You know, I'm not sure that uh, people might understand all that you know, kids go through at that time or what that would look like. So for the shelter, we actually offer what is a respite care, which is um, if 
families are just having a little bit of a tough time and everybody just needs a break, whether it's one day, two days, three days, um, the youth um, starting again at 12 could just come and stay with us for a couple days, have a safe place to stay, three meals a day. We have lots of stuff in our shelter, computers, fun activities, arts and crafts. So it's really fun. And it also gives everybody a chance to take some space. And we can also help refer to services um, such as counseling, if necessary, or family mediation, things like that to really help aid in the reunification process. That's awesome. So it sounds like it's not only an opportunity for the youth to kind of take a break, maybe from their home setting, but you do offer that support to the rest of the family to help that reuniting, um, you know, maybe work out a little better over time. Um, is I've heard that that's something that Dream Tree kind of focuses on is is ideally uh, connecting families again after the youth stay there, and sometimes maybe that's not possible. But um, if a youth is there, how does that exit kind of look? You know, um, I imagine it's it's always trying to be to the benefit of everybody in the family. Ideally, if if things uh, settle down or become manageable again. Exactly. And it's not something that we try and just um, rush or anything like that. We really want it to be comfortable and a safe space for everybody. Um, We want to support the family in any way that we can and really look out for the youth's best interest and advocate for their um, interest as well as having a safe and quality place to stay. Awesome. And you mentioned you also have a transitional living program. Can you kind of share some information about that again? What does that look like? Sure. So um, right now, our transitional living program, we have um, a variety of different places for young people to live. We have apartments um, at our site in Taos. We also have apartments um, in a single location in Raton. Um, And then in both Taos and Raton, we provide rental vouchers um, so young adults and their families can go and find a place that they want to live. We help them with the rent. Uh, and provide some supports. And the whole goal is after um, 18 months in that program um, that they will be able to get their own place. Um, We support them with going to school or um, saving money, whatever their goals are. Um, That's what we want to help them achieve. Um, And, you know, as everybody knows, it's, it's hard when you're first starting out to live on your own. Um, And so through the transitional living program, we let them have independence to live on their own and they have a safety net. So if they hit any of those initial bumps, as as all of us do, um, they'll have a safety net with us. That's awesome. And is this the same program or area um, of Dream Tree that you said you're welcoming families into? Absolutely. Um, So we're very excited. I want to say right now we have 10 infants and toddlers um, as part of our program um, in those young families. Um, And and of course, you know, there's always more. Um, At any given time, we usually have at least one expecting mom. Um, Yeah, so and we're really excited. We partner a lot with Paso a Paso to make sure that there are services for the families and fun activities for the youngsters, um, parenting classes, um, all those types of things. Great. And since Dream Tree does uh, sound as though it serves such a wide um, variety of individuals of different ages and circumstances, it, yeah, I can imagine some people listening might think they might just want to call and kind of share their circumstance and see if it's a fit. Um, can you share one more time how people can reach out to the organization or, or have that discussion to learn a little bit more? 
Absolutely. So um, at any point, um, our phone numbers are active 24-7. Um, so you can reach us at 575-758-9595. Uh, or you can reach us via text um, at our cell phone, which is 575-770-7704. Um, and actually, I'd, I'd love for Silver to talk a little bit about um, how we get the word out across that whole area about all of these services. Yeah, so we actually do a lot of outreach um, in all those counties that I mentioned before, Taos, Mora, Rio, Riba, Colfax, and Union. We're very active in the community. We attend health council meetings, um, any meetings really where we feel like Dream Tree could aid and also be part of the community. We do outreach to schools, clinics. We help attend festivals. We do tablings. We also help organize just awareness to what teens are going through these days and really advocate for them and be that voice for them. Um, I guess I'm kind of just taken aback at how many um, types of people in different circumstances and age groups you all you all support. Uh, Dream Tree is known as, as a housing program, but it sounds as though there's a lot more going on. Um, I guess you know, we have about 15 minutes left in our discussion. I'm curious, you know, at this time during COVID, um, there's a lot happening at once, isn't there? Uh, everything from uh, you know safety and health issues surrounding uh, the virus, as well as uh, the financial implications, and and therefore uh, whether people can pay for housing. Um, something that I've I've heard through the grapevine is that Dreamtree also seems to consistently try to stay on top of those trends and changes in our in our community and the nation. Um, how are things there now uh, during COVID? Has anything changed or are you seeing anything different as far as um, your interactions with uh, the community? Oh my gosh, so many changes, um, just as all of us are going through in our personal lives, dealing with life in the pandemic. Um, you know, we, we had to quarantine our whole facility um, for the past six months or so. Um, and so we're engaging with the um, public health, um, providing lots of uh, COVID testing for residents, for staff, making sure everybody has masks and gloves and everything they need to be safe. Um, an another piece of that is actually through our street outreach program. We, um, we literally go out across the five counties and provide survival supplies, check in. Uh, we look for youth 21 and younger to see what help they need. Um, and during this um, pandemic, we've actually been responding to adults as well um, with um, a lot of the community COVID response money that's out there. Um, we've been able to access that and we literally have our team out on the streets um, handing out masks and gloves and hand sanitizer um, to anybody who's um, homeless or unstably housed and needs those resources to stay safe. Um, so we're, we're doing that all the time. So we, yeah, we try to stay in tune with what's happening and respond to that. Um, and we do that in partnership with all the other providers in Taos. So like our team will go um, like every other week over to the men's shelter um, and make sure we get those resources to their residents. Um, and, you know, partnering with Heart of Taos and um, really anybody we can think of um, just to try to make sure everybody has the resources. Um, it's it's tricky these days. Uh, there's so much more involved. And, and then on top of all that, we're still doing, you know, sleeping bags and food and water and clothing. And um, with the winter coming up here, we'll be doing um, winter clothing and socks. And um, it, 
it's just an ongoing challenge to keep responding as things are changing. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's wonderful that you all take that on. Um, with respect to that collaboration and outreach, as you're both mentioning, um, you do a lot of leading, uh, a lot of leadership in the area of housing and collaborating with other agencies, as you shared, which is amazing. Um, and you also, as you said, partner with PASO. What does that partnership look like? Um, with PASO, for those who may not know, is the early childhood uh, network of providers and folks who help um, young children and their families. Um, but yeah, what does that PASO collaboration look like for DreamTree? Yeah, so um, part of that is actually we have Silver and other staff attend the regular meetings with the other PASO Apaso members. Um, we also invite in PASO Apaso members to present at our life skills classes uh, to our young families. Um, and they'll come in and do things that are really widely varying from um, how to deal with your toddler when they're having an issue. And they'll also do hands-on things like infant massage um, and work with the moms and, and help teach them how to provide that for their babies. And uh, so it's it's always a, a fun a fun thing when all the families are there. And obviously we've had to adapt to social distancing and how we do that. Having all the little ones running around is is just fantastic. And so that's, that's a big part of it. We also work with um, enrolling a lot of the families into services through PASO members. Are there any other things you'd like for the folks out there in our last minute here to know about DreamTree? Um, obviously, there's the website, uh, dreamtreeproject.org. You mentioned the phone number, um, as well as a text line, which is really great because um, from my experience working with youth, you know, sometimes they want to ask a question. They might be too timid to make a phone call, or maybe there's something going on in the home and one of the family members needs to you know, reach out um, for their own security or, or out of interest, and, and that's the easiest way to do it. It sounds like you try to make things really accessible to the community. Yeah, is there anything else you'd like to share with, with the audience in our last uh, half minute here? And again, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, we have um, two things we would really like to get the word out about. Um, one is um, we're happy to be leading a collaboration with 11 nonprofits, um, the new Enchanted Circle Corps. Uh, so we're now hiring and recruiting for AmeriCorps members who can work at any one of those agencies and earn a stipend. Um, and so it's a great way to get work experience, um, be giving back to the community while you're um, receiving a stipend and um, getting an award for education costs. And um, so we're really um, happy that that is starting here. Um, um, all of our members should be in place by September 15th. Uh, so that's happening right now. Um, and the other thing I really wanted to mention is now you can support Dream Tree and get great treats and healthy shakes at Ziggy's Frozen Yogurt, uh, which is owned and operated by Dream Tree Project. And we primarily employ young people and have some goals of having that be more integrated with our programming. Um, but for now, it's it's just a great safe place for uh, for families. <laughs> 